time again Go and get your friends That's right It's Saturday So you know what that means Welcome To another edition of the High Risk Wrestling Podcast I'm your man, your host The head of the table Jeremy Pierce Thank you. Welcome. So, last week, we took a look at some of the greats, some of the black greats in wrestling history. And today, we're going to take a look at some of the great black moments in wrestling history. Sounds like a plan. Sounds like something I think we'd all enjoy. But first things first. Let's get to the stories of the week and hit my music. Well, now, if you haven't seen New Japan and All Elite Wrestling have a working relationship, All Elite Wrestling also has a working relationship with Impact Wrestling. So the question on everyone's mind is, will Kazuchi, Kazuchika Okada be showing his face it's a safe bet that at some point he will and now that the door is open Okada will be making an appearance uh, it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when and expect him to be involved with Kenny Omega WWE canceled raises and bonuses for employees And no one is happy about this. In a year when the WWE had their highest profit margin ever, they decided to tell their employees that, yeah, they're not going to get any of the bonuses and raises. And these are bonuses and raises that staff were expecting. So, once again, fuck them. They are a horrible trash company. And the employees are damn well right to be furious. People like Bruce Pritchard knew and played dumb. It's not it's not a good look, but this is what this is what we expect from this trash company. Casey Contazaro has left Twitter at the moment and uh, it's pretty much from the backlash of the video of her not wearing a mask, especially in Florida. This happens. Um, This happens to do a lot. I'm not really shocked that it happened, that she did it. 
And let me see. As of this moment, Twitter's taking forever to load. I believe she is still off of. Uh, we'll, we'll come back to it. Uh, Sammy Zane. Not Sammy. <laughs> I always do this every week. Sammy Guevara. In case he's still off of Twitter. Sammy Guevara was supposed to be involved in a in a angle with Impact to kind of you know tie into his not being in the inner circle anymore. Sammy turned that down. Um, he made some complaints. He chimed in. He did a few things to pretty much stop this from happening. So, how's the relationship between the two companies? It's still fine. Impact was rightfully to be pissed, um, but Sammy was just looking out from him for himself, not in a bad way. You feel me? But I get it. In big news, Ty Valkyrie has signed with uh, the WWE, which was expected. Um, I never really expected her to leave. I mean, not to leave, to go to AEW, and that's mainly because her husband works for the WWE now, John Morrison. So expect her in NXT and then not to be in NXT for long as she can immediately move to the main roster. She doesn't need any seasoning. She's legit. Chris Jericho's wife was at the insurrection of the United States Capitol and she actively participated. Now you know Jericho's a, a mega guy. So it, it runs in the family and fans have rightfully did their homework. On Jericho's wife. Uh, I'm not shocked. Idiots. Ignorance. It is what it is. Uh, the court date has been set for... Sonya Deville's stalker. Remember, she had this situation happen in the the depositions will be on the 18th, which was two days ago, and uh, the stalker himself will be deposed on February 25th. Best of luck to Sonya Sonya Deville. And the situation is, as you know. it's kind of happening, not to the extent, but it's kind of going down with Alexa Bliss. We'll get to it later on in the show, but Lacey Evans is pregnant. I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> I'm going to leave it. I'm going to leave it at that. The WWE has a new social media policy. And pretty much it means it's them being controlling again. And this policy is I can take a picture with a box of Oreos and say how much I enjoy them, but I can't say that this is sponsored by Oreo. This is a this is a sponsor post that I'm getting paid for. No fines, no suspension for just taking the picture. But if they like <laughs> Davy, man, they are they are scumbags in the worst, worst order. 
I don't get it. It's trash. There, there's a new NXT show coming, tentatively titled NXT Evolve. It Evolve, sorry. And they already have belts made. Um, they have a giant roster, and NXT, for all intents and purposes, is no longer a developmental show. It's not. It's the third brand. So, Evolve has to be be a thing now. The concussion lawsuit against the WWE will be heading to the Supreme Court. Um, there are many, many people involved, especially some legends. Uh, Animal, Paul Orndorff, Jimmy Snuka, King Kong Bundy, Mr. Fuji, Kamala, Chavo Guerrero Jr., Ahmed Johnson, Dave Anero, Heavener Sabu, Barry Darsaw, the franchise saying J- Douglas, Marty Janetary, and Heidenreich. Some of these guys, as you know, are no longer with us. And stay posted because this isn't going anywhere. Bo Dallas hasn't been around for quite a long time. He's not being used. So what did he do? Started a he started a real estate business with get this, Liv Morgan. Get this, they're dating. I had no idea. They have a farm together, and now they have a real estate business together. Bo, even though he is the brother of Bray, who's one of the big stars of the company, can't seem to get on TV. There just is nothing for him. So, I guess he's going to do his thing elsewhere, which is smart, which is smart. And our last story is the... The sexual abuse scandal in the WWE, which you may not have heard about, uh, started in 1992, and one of the young men in the scandal, who the WWE they paid his brother off, he committed suicide recently this week. This isn't going anywhere, and the family are going to come. For everything that they have in in this thing, I'm surprised that this isn't this isn't a bigger deal than it is, and that says a lot. But those are your stories for the week. Uh, we'll be right back. Next, let's get to the let's get to our, 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 our review for the shows of the week. Of course, we start with Monday Night Raw, and as always, we ask ourselves: Do Raw open up with talking? Yeah, 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 yeah. Question is: Was it Drew or was it 
Randy or was it The Miz? Because that's Raw usually opens up with one of the three. It was Miz TV. Drew was his guest. Miz went on and on. Drew headbutted him for not shutting up. And then Miz pulled himself from the chamber. Bobby Lashley is still protected. He is still super, super protected. He might be the most protected man of the company right now. As after Riddle and the Lucha House Party defeated the Hurt Business, Lashley came out and killed everybody. So, yeah. Yeah. For what seemed like a... Tenth time we have some variation of Riddle facing the Hurt Business, and you know how they do. They like to run this this stuff into the ground. Uh, yeah. Lacey Evans and Peyton were taking on Oscar and Charlotte. Peyton was doing most of the work. When Lacey finally got tagged, tagged in. She let it be known that she is pregnant. And it's Fricks. And Charlotte is flabbergasted. But also, also, also. Lacey is pregnant in real life. So there's that. And don't forget, she's supposed to be taking on um Oscar for the woman's title at Elimination Chamber Sunday. Kofi defeated the Miz to get into the chamber. As Miz wanted Morrison in and, uh, you know, claiming he's a former world champion. Adam Pierce said this is for former WWE champions. As you know, Morrison's a former ECW champion. Miz beat the Miz in a really, Miz beat the Miz. Kofi beat the Miz in a really good match. And he was also now entered into the gauntlet match later in the evening. That would determine who would get the last spots in the chamber who will come out number six the gauntlet match was very very good as gauntlet matches tend to be in the wwe as it started with kofi and aj co uh aj beat kofi and then aj fought jeff he beat jeff and then aj fought drew drew one drew fought randy randy was counted out as alexa distracted him and then Sheamus came out and beat Drew. So Sheamus gets the sixth spot in the chamber. As for Monday Night Raw, same old, same old. We get to C+. Nothing new, shocking, or exciting happened. Whatever. Over on Dynamite, Matt Hardy and Adam Page will be facing each other at Revolution in the Money Match. Previously, the, the show opened up with them two team up to take on the Hybrid 2. And Matt finally noticed that Paige had tricked him when, when he signed the contract. So they'll have a money match with the winner getting whomever's first quarter earnings. And Adam Page was beaten up by Matt. Isaiah Cassidy a private party in the hybrid 2 until the Dark Order led by negative 1 came out to save Hangman Page and Adam was starting to learn who his real friends are 
the Young Bucks retained the tag team championship. The Young Bucks retained the tag team championships over the Proud and Powerful. I would have rather the and I would have rather the Proud and Powerful one because it seems like they lose everything. I would have rather them one so they can take on MGF and Jericho, allowing. Um, them to also be to come be, be 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 faces, and the young bucks can go face the good brothers. So damn, does me fantasy book and whatever. But that happened uh, after the match. Then a circle were beating up the young bucks, and Don Callis held the good brothers and Kenny Omega back for a good while. And by the time they showed up, it was too late. In our main events. John Moxley, Lance Archer, and Ray Phoenix defeated the Butcher Blade and Eddie Kingston. You know, this is going to lead to uh, Kingston becoming a face as Moxley keeps letting him know that I'm the only one that really cares for you and loves for you. Mox was attacked after the match by the Good Brothers and Kenny, and at Revolution, Kenny. And Mox will face each other in a explode in an exploding a barbed wire death match. Okay. Okay. In uh women's eliminator tournament news on the Japanese side of the bracket on YouTube, Yuka Sakazaki defeated Mei Sarugi, Emi Sakura beat Vinny. Ryo Mizunami beat Maki Ito and Asia Kong beat Ren Katakura. Which means in the then the next round will be Yuka Sakazaki versus Emisakura and Ryo Mizunami versus Aisha Kong. Over on Dynamite, Ryo beats Serena Deep in her return match. Ryo looked really good. But as you know, she has been wrestling overseas. Now, the rest of, if not most of these matches will finish on YouTube as they really want to get the finals done by Revolution. What they could do is have have the 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 Japanese match or the American match, those matches on Revolution and, you know, maybe have the winner face Sheeta on an episode of Dynamite in the main event. That's would be something special right but i digress and dynamite this week gets a b over on nxt kyle o'reilly wanted to know what was up with adam cole let that boy know what's yo i got questions i got it i, I want some answers the santa escobar and carrying cross match will, was supposed to take place this week but it got moved to next week uh some medical issues but I'm kind of hoping they don't job out Santos Escobar. You know, I don't care for carrying cross. Shotzi Blackheart Ember Moon defeated the way in a pretty much nothing match that went almost 20 minutes. The only thing that came up any note is that Austin Theory is safe and sound. And that's really all that matters. They could have done this in like a five minute segment. Swerve has officially turned heel. He lost to Leon Ruff. And then he killed Leon Ruff after the match. After the match, and you know that this was kind of forthcoming with Swerve. It was going to happen, bound to happen. 
Zia Lee's redemption continues, but it ain't happening as she plans to purge Casey Cantazaro next week. And you know, I love you some Zia Lee. Bring it on. MSK and Reyna Gonzalez and Dakota Kai accepted the Destiny Cup. Um, the segment was really about Tanaya and Shayna showing up. Shayna still trying to bully Dakota, whereas Reyna, Reyna was like, Shayna uh, got upset that Dakota caught her off for leaving after she got lost, after she got beat by Rhea, whereas Dakota beat Rhea. Yeah. Zoe Stark debuted, standard debuted, and in the main event, the Kings of Wrestling, Ani Larkin, Danny Birch, and Pete Dunn defeated the Undisputed Era, teaming up with Finn Balor. Um, Finn actually took the pin. Kyle O'Reilly still didn't get an answer. Impact? Not Impact, I'm sorry. NXT? Gets a B. Over on SmackDown. Did the show open up with talking? Of course, it did it always does. Edge showed up. Roman showed up. Edge called out Roman for his insecurity and trying to prove tough when he's not. Sammy showed up. Sammy talked. Jake kicked him in the face. Edge and Roman never stopped looking at each other. Edge as Roman shook. Period. Period. Apollo Cruz of uh, Apollo Cruz officially turned heel as he lost to Shinsuke Nakamura by losing to the most devastating move in all of pro wrestling. That is the surprise roll up after the match. He tried to kill. Uh, he tried to kill Shinsuke with some steps. Biggie stopped him, and then Apollo Cruz killed Biggie with the steps. Biggie got stretchered out. Apollo Crews is officially a bad guy. Like, a bad guy. Billy Kay is still over. She was the, she's really the only main fo focus of the tag match between Tamina and Naya. Naya, Tamina and Natalia versus uh, the Riot Squad. Riot Squad just keep losing. But this is all about Billy Kay. Ding dong, hello is back, and this is great. This is gr this was great. This was not great in the sense of like a great segment, but Bailey makes it work. Her just aloofness, and she's all in on this. Um, her guest were her guest was Naya and Shayna. And then Reginald and then Bianca and Sasha. This led to a six-person tag match with Reginald teaming with Bianca and Sasha versus Nia, Shayna, and Bailey. And Reggie pinned Nia. And then we'll get be getting Nia and Shayna defending the tag team titles versus Sasha and Bianca at the Elimination Chamber. That now means Nia and Shayna have three challengers, Sasha and Bianca Reyna Gonzalez and Dakota Kai and, and Lana and Naomi yeah 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 they're losing to somebody 
the main event was a six-person uh, tag match featuring everybody in the chamber. It was uh, Sammy, Corbin, and Jay versus Daniel, Brian, Cesaro, and KO. Edge was on commentary as, as well as Paul Heyman. And just great work all around. Great, great work all around. Uh, it ended with Edge giving Jay a spear and then Roman spearing Edge and Roman standing tall. Uh, this is good stuff. This is good stuff. As for SmackDown overall, I'm going to give it a. Originally, I said a C plus. Thinking back on it, I'm gonna still say C plus. Uh, it's okay. It was. It was. It was good. I wish to. I need better segments with the women because I don't like that Sasha is now involved with the tag team titles, and it seems like that's all they can really do with the tag team titles. Always get. One of the women's championship, uh, women's champions to be involved with the titles. As for our matches of the week, check out the Raw Gauntlet match that happened. Rio versus Serena D. Very, very, very good. And the best thing about this was they waited about three or four minutes to put them picture in picture. And then they didn't go to commercial right after the picture in picture. They came back and finished the match. I was so happy. Check out Vinny versus Emu Sakura. Emi Sakura. That was 20 minutes of just greatness. It's very different from the other matches that happened. And check out the AEW Tag Team Championship match between the Young Bucks and the Proud and Powerful. When those two, when those two teams usually fight, good things happen. But uh, yeah, that's our shows for the week, and we'll be right back. Monster Factory, but uh, things happen, so I had to come up with something. And I was thinking, and I was thinking, and I go, you know what? What about great moments in Black wrestling history? Like, yeah, that's a that's a that's a solid solid that's a solid idea. So that's what we're going to do. <laughs> we're not going to touch on all of them, but we're, I'm, I'm definitely going to go over a few. And I think think uh, think you will all enjoy them. So let's just dive into it. First things first. How about the big cat Ernie Ladd transitioning from football to pro wrestling? A legend in his own right, 6'9", 315 pounds, playing in both the NFL and the AFL. 
So he crossed over in the 1960s and wrestled in most of the territories up until his retirement in 1984. He is a WCW and a WWE Hall of Famer. Now, Ernie was a bad guy. He was a heel. And he he knew how to play the crowd. So, like, for example, he would tape up his thumb and use that to his advantage, citing an old football injury. And remember Umaga? What was his finisher? The taped up thumb to the throat. And the, the, the Ernie was really the first to popularize the walking out of a match and taking a count on loss. It's called pulling an Ernie. God's a legend, man. He's he's everything. Now, obviously, we always think about one really important moment when it comes to black wrestling history, and that is the fact that Ron Simmons, by all intents and purposes, is the first ever African-American world champion in pro wrestling history. He won the title in Baltimore in 1992, which title am I speaking of? That would be the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. He was only the fifth champion in that company's history. He beat Big Van Vader. His title reign lasted 150 days, and that is the seventh longest reign in the history of that championship putting him higher than everyone that's held the belt with the exception of Ric Flair, Lex Luger, Vader, Hulk Hogan, and Goldberg. Now that's a list. That is a list. How about three years ago? Three years ago. Was it three years ago? Or two years ago. It was either two or three years ago. Kofi Mania. Kofi Kingston finally after a decade long journey winning the WWE championship but not only not only did he win it he became the longest reigning black world champion in WWE history let that sink in his reign lasted 180 days we're not going to talk about how it ended cuz we know how it ended with a pure disrespect. But you're saying, well, wait, he's the longest reigning black world champion in WWE history? WWE, longest black, longest reigning WWE champion. Yeah. Because The Rock's longest reign was only 119 days. Remember, Rock is a six time, five or six time champion? His, his commutal. Com- uh, Cumulative days only goes up to 378. Check that out. And out of all of the black WWE world champions, Booker T, Kofi, The Rock, Mark Henry, Kofi's the longest reigning. The guy's a living legend. Give him his rose. Get a man his rose. How about a little, little, little known fact? MVP is the first ever IWGP inter 
Intercontinental Champion. That title is prestigious. And he he won it in a tournament. Who did he have to get through? How about Okada, Naito, and Toruyano? Y'all don't know that, did you? Like all you see sometimes is what the WDB presents to you. Because they make it like they're the only ones on the planet. They're the only ones that exist. But there's more than just them. And MVP proved that. How about the Nation of Domination? A dominant, dominant faction. Composed of The Rock, Mark Henry, D'Lo Brown, Ahmed Johnson, The Godfather, Savio Vega, Crush. They were kind of like a mashup of the Nation of Islam and the Black Panthers. Love that group. Loved it, loved it, loved it. And they could really work today. You could almost, I don't, you know what? I'm not going to disrespect the Hurt Business by saying that they're like the Nation of Domination. You just can't say, oh, four black guys in a group, they're the Nation of Domination. But this is really the first of its kind when it came to factions in the, the, the WWF. How about this? See, I knew about this. I don't know if you knew about this. Our truth in other companies went by Ron Killings. Originally, when he was in the, the WWE, he was K Quick. Once he got released, he went to TNA and he cut a heel promo calling himself the truth and his frustrations. Um, he expressed those about being held back. He went on to defeat. Ken Shamrock to become the first and only the first and only black world champion in NWA history. The only black NWA world champion. It took 54 years for that prestigious company and that prestigious title to get a black world champion. And he defeated Ken Shamrock to win the belt. Let that sink in. It's another man. Give him his rose. WrestleMania 18. Now we know it for. Um, what was the main event of WrestleMania 18? I know we're 19. WrestleMania 18 was Jericho Triple H. Hogan. Rock. Stone Cold. Scott Hall. Jazz was the women's champion at the time. WrestleMania 18 was held in Toronto. She defended the title against two Hall of Famers, Trish Stratus and Lita. Not only did Jazz defend that championship at WrestleMania, she retained that championship at WrestleMania. Let that sink in, because you would think in a match against Trish and Lita, either Trish and Lita are walking out the winner. And lo and behold, 
Neither one of them did. And this was in Trisha's hometown. Two claps. And Jazz is still going strong. She's kind of at the tail end of her career. She's finishing up in Impact Wrestling. Um, she's kind of got a thing going, teaming with ODB and Jordan Grace. But Jazz, yeah, an ECW original, the Soul Patrol, Tony Atlas, Rocky Johnson. They became the first black tag team champions of the then WWF. The Soul Patrol, baby. Charismatic, fun team. They won the titles November 18th, 1983 in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Not that far from me. They defeated the Wild Samoans. The reign lasted 154 days. Hmm. Those men were, they were specimens. Look at all that tricep meat. These guys were unbelievable and just had amazing, amazing careers. Wrestling really, really got on the map during the 90s, but the 80s kind of started it all. You know, we had. Piper and, and Hogan and Flair and boys, but where wrestling really took off, really, really took off the Attitude Era. And let's not we forget Lawrence Taylor, NFL legend Lawrence Taylor, headlining WrestleMania. And not only did Lawrence Taylor headline WrestleMania, Iron Mike Tyson headlined WrestleMania. They were both in major, major feuds. Lawrence Taylor was feuding with Bam, Bam, Bigelow, and LT got the win. Mike Tyson was feuding with, take your pick, Shawn Michaels, DX, Stone Cold Steve Austin. We Between him and Austin, man, just great, great, great stuff. It helped. It helped to, to solidify Austin as as the badass, a badass. Let's just go back a month ago. Bianca Belair is the first black woman and only the second black person to win the Royal Rumble. Now, yes, the Women's Royal Rumble is only three years old, so can't really go crazy. But she is the the fact that she's the second black person to win the Royal Rumble. That also says a lot. So think about that. Only her and The Rock have won. Kofi's never won. Mark Henry has never won. What? Booker T has never won. It's crazy. It's uh, something that should be thought of. Jacqueline. Legendary. She became the first ever black women's champion. I mean, we know. We know what it is. We know what it's hitting for. That's something that we can't forget and that we have to honor. She defeated Sable on Raw in September of 98. Um, 
we've had surprisingly the the minority women in the in the WWE over there have done a lot better. And you know we got Jacqueline. There is Naomi, Sasha, but Jacqueline was the first. She was the pioneer, and she deserves all the credit in the world. Let's let's end it with something that is dear to my heart. E C W. Bobby Lashley became the first ECW champion. This was the this was the WWECW iteration of the of the promotion. Bobby Lashley became the first black ECW champion. Ezekiel Jackson became the last black ECW champion. And it was only during I I can't I can't fault I'm not going to fault Paul Heyman, but it's crazy to see where Bobby Lashley is and Ezekiel Jackson's just not even here anymore. It's crazy, right? <laughs> and I, I, I guess you can say I was apoplectic that they won and I'm happy that the last ECW champion is black um, Philly ECW here we are you know what it is there are great moments because you always want to see black people on top so there are some of your some of your 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 best moments in black wrestling history you know I <laughs> there's a lot I didn't talk about I didn't I didn't talk about um Scorpio Sky becoming tag team champion in AEW or the rise of Moose and Rich Swan over an impact or one of the greatest tag team wrestlers of all time in Devon Dudley. How about the continued dominance of Sasha Banks? I didn't even touch. I didn't even touch on The Rock. So there's a lot to be proud of. There's a lot that puts a smile on our faces. I I damn near cried when Kofi won the WWE Championship. I damn near cried. And we've come a long way, but there's there's so so much more we can do and we can go a lot lot further. Which leads me into next week's show. Next week, we'll be just straight up having a conversation about um, us, black people, and wrestling. What are we? Where are we? Where, 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 where do we come from? Where are we going? And most importantly, how, how are we being represented? That's, that is key. That is that's the age old, age old question. But 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 thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for coming out. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining me. I hope you enjoyed yourself. I'm always up for comments, concerns, questions, whatever. You can find me on the socials at Instagram charismatic underscore creations 52 
Don't forget next week, black people, black wrestling. What's up? Where are we? I'm your host, Jeremy Pierce. Peace, love, all that good jazz. And as always, Anna J. Holla at your boy.